0: Hello and welcome to Not Couple Goals, the podcast where we talk about the best and, let's face it, worst in romantic thriller cinema. I am Allie Nelson and I'm here with my co-host,
1: Tyler McCarthy. And this week we are talking about the 2015 movie, The Boy Next Door, directed by Rob Cohen, written by Barbara Curry, starring Jennifer Lopez, Ryan Guzman, John Corbett, Ian Nelson, and Kristen Chenoweth. So if you haven't seen The Boy Next Door, consider this your spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about everything. Go watch it and come on back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Boy Next Door episode. I'm really excited for two reasons. One, this movie is insane. Two, we have our very good friend. She is a writer. She is a comedian. She is a badass. She is Jess Sager. Jess, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me.
1: Thank you for choosing this movie. Yes. This was so (laughs) exciting. I
0: was very excited you chose this movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I originally chose the Amy Fisher story, but we couldn't find it streaming anywhere. And the reason I chose it is because um, it was probably because you guys are like slightly younger than me. So it might have been like before your time. But when I was in, like, I think it was like first or second grade. I had the same teacher for both, so I don't remember. But um, I got it. I got in trouble for telling the Amy Fisher knock knock joke on the playground. Have, are, do you guys know? Do I don't know. know, the know? The What's the knock knock
1: joke? i can imagine it's
2: just um it's like knock knock
1: who's Who's there there?
2: amy fisher amy fisher who bang (laughs) (laughs) i got in trouble for that so i think i was trying to unpack some uh some of my youth in that in that choice but it wasn't available so we did the boy next door and
0: i don't regret it it was
1: it was a good time no, when, it, when it is
0: available, we'll have you on. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with it, as is the nature of this podcast. But Allie was; she gave me like a cursory rundown, and yeah, we want to do that movie as soon as we can. Uh, let you, the podcast listener, watch more than <laughs> a grainy bootleg that maybe exists in full on yeah, YouTube. I
0: couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> tell if it was the right, like, because I, I, I mean, I'm older than he is, so I remember when everything came out, and that there were like eight, like each network did its own Amy Fisher, there was right? The like Milano, the. Drew Barrymore. So (laughs) I I was like, I don't know if that's the full bootleg is there. So I don't (laughs) worry about it.
1: That almost gets us right into our first segment where Jess, I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. what is your relationship to the romantic thriller genre? Are you a fan or are you just, do you just find them in passing?
2: I don't necessarily seek them out, but like there are certain ones on lifetime that I can't not watch when they're on. Like, all that, the Pregnancy Pact isn't a romantic thriller, but that's a Lifetime movie. I will never skip if it's on TV. <laughs> um, and this is, like, in the same vein, almost, Um
1: we run into that a lot like just picking out movies there's like romantic thriller which is what we do but it's so adjacent to like the lifetime bonkers right like what was the yeah. movie we watched hand that rocks the cradle was like one we yes like, can we oh do my God. this movie and it's like not really there's yeah. no romance but it I is i told you no. <laughs> it is in this vein so i get that
2: yeah and um actually so um i'm not sure when this is going to be released but when we're recording it uh, the boy next door is actually going to be on lifetime this weekend
1: get out really yeah yeah okay shout out to shout out to lifetime shout out to the boy next door uh which leads me to my next question because this was a selection from you again loved it cast your mind back to the first time you saw the boy next door tell us about that and specifically what you expected from this movie going into it so my
2: first time watching it was actually last night when I watched it for this. I ah. hadn't seen it before.
1: So you I chose it sight to... unseen.
2: Yeah, I went into this blind. Um, and I had wanted to see it, but I was like, I know my husband is not going to come with me to the theater to see that... this movie. He will not, like, if he did, he would probably get, like, a few hard ciders, and I would have to drive home. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to make him do that. But um, yeah, I went into it uh, sight unseen. I knew a little bit about the plot just from obviously the trailer. And like, I remember a lot of like the PR stuff when the movie was coming out. There were rumors. So, and, and this kind of goes back to some of the work that Tyler and I used to do together. But there were rumors when the movie was being promoted that J-Lo and her then boyfriend broke up. And that she was dating her co-star. Ooh, and yes. they were so obviously planted by either her people or, like, the movie's people that it was, like, comical. I was like, J-Lo is not doing that. <laughs>
1: you know? Like, She doesn't need to, like, f- unlike her character, she doesn't need to succumb to the allure of some ripped little teenager.
2: <laughs> yeah, and also... Um, first impression of the movie, that rippled teenager, the dude is like, he looks like
0: 27. Yeah. Have you like, ever seen a 19-year-old that looks like that? Like, no.
1: Yeah. And like, also, I remember the first shot of this movie is him, like, putting his bicep up and, uh, I'm sorry, I just in, in reenacting, putting his bicep up, I just hit my wife. Uh, <laughs> putting his bicep up and catching the garage door. And it's a modest bicep, I'd say. I I I obviously am no bodybuilder, but it was like this <laughs> of his glistening arm in a white shirt and i'm like all right
0: he's got nice arms i'll give him that there's a lot of like good like i was gonna say glory shots i don't know what i mean glamour, glamour <laughs> shots shots. of his arms his arms are pretty uh, they're pretty <laughs> sexy i'll give him that
2: yeah no dude he's a good looking dude and one thing i noticed um as i was watching it like with that scene and also when he was like tinkering with the cars it reminded me Of Megan Fox in Transformers, how they just objectified her as she's like working on a vehicle. Obviously not to that extent because uh, the patriarchy still exists, but uh, it is something I was like, I was like, I see what they're doing. I don't know if they see what they're doing, but I see
1: what they're doing. I I aspire to have like the glistening sexy kind of sweat. As soon as the temperature (laughs) gets above 70 degrees, it's just like drenched and not in a sexy way so i do i do envy yeah
2: no i feel i'm i'm italian i just look oily all the time (laughs) um it's it's not like may through october is not a pleasant time to have like olive oil
0: seeping out of your skin
1: (laughs) i'm right there with you Uh, Allie, what did you expect the first time you saw this movie?
0: So I was very excited when I heard about this (laughs) movie. Because this is right up my alley. I love sexy movies. I love, like, I love movies where people sleep together, somebody gets obsessed and just takes it way too far, and the other person's like, please calm down. I think it's so funny. I love it. I enjoy it every time. I tend to enjoy it a little bit more when it's a crazy woman. Like, not be, I hate the, like, the crazy woman sort of trope, but I guess I like seeing the man in peril in like a little bit of a, like <laughs> Schadenfreude sort of way where I'm like, aha like the woman at least has the power where she's freaking him the fuck out. So it's it's a little less fun when it is like a man harassing a woman, but I still do love it because I just love like I love the obsession and I love the sexiness. Like I get very excited. And this one, like there was a lot of publicity around the sex scene. So I was very and I JLo's so sexy that I was like, okay we're going to maybe see her nude we definitely <laughs> see a sexy scene with her and i was very excited for the whole thing and then to read the plot i was like oh like i love that even more that it's like this forbidden like teenager like but not like so teenager that like you feel gross like you feel yeah. a gross but like not as gross as it could be i was very excited about all of that and like you know i'll i'll tell you like flash forward like this this movie lived up to what i was hoping it would be for like trashy erotic
1: thriller when we watched you asked me to leave the room during that scene Uh, No, I I was kind of in the same boat. I just knew it was going to be, like, a trashy, kind of campy, erotic thriller. Uh, I had heard rumors that, yeah, you would see J-Lo in all her glory, and uh, you kind of do. The sex scene is a little, like, uncomfortable for me, just because of how many times she's saying no. It's
0: uncomfortable for all (laughs) of us. Right!
1: (laughs) And how he keeps not stopping, and instead of stopping too, he's saying like weird things, like "you should be cherished." And it's like, oh, oh god, who wrote this?
0: If you mute it, it's a lot better. I, sh- I would uh, imagine. But do you remember the yeah? First time I watched it. It was a. Uh, it was on my birthday a few years ago. It was like 2018 or something. 2019. Was maybe. it? Yeah, because that's the only reason I got you to watch it was because I was like, it's my birthday, and I had already seen. It. And I was like, <laughs> I want to watch the boy next door on my birthday. Oh so my god, that's
1: amazing! Thing. Yeah, she's she's low maintenance. All I have to do is watch JLo Lo have sex on her birthday, and it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> boy, yeah, like boy, I didn't... you, you got to go all out on my
2: birthday. Like, d- was there cake? I hope there's cake too. Yeah, we definitely cake?
0: had snacks. Like, I th- we ate like a nice dinner. Yeah, we
1: like made an event. To fit. Yeah, and <laughs> okay, that's good. Dinner.
0: I was like, to wind down the night, I would like to just, you know, watch this really trashy movie, and I'm making you watch it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so funny. We loved it. Uh, So for those who haven't seen The Boy Next Door, one, you clearly didn't listen to the spoiler alert at the top of this podcast. Shame on you. (laughs) Two, Allie is now going to give us just a brief recap of what The Boy Next Door is about. So The
0: Boy Next Door is about, there's a teacher named Claire Peterson, who's played by Jennifer Lopez, the most boring name for somebody like Jennifer Lopez. It does not fit, but fine. She's married to John Corbett, whose name I don't remember, probably ends in Peterson, but we're gonna go by John Corbett a lot because that's how I know him. In a really goofy flash of like exposition at the beginning, we figure out that they are estranged because he cheated on her. They have a teenage son named Kevin, I think. Everyone calls him the whiz because he whizzed himself when he got stung by a bee when he had uh, anaphylaxis, I think. Something like that. So anyway, the whiz is not great at school. People don't love him. So she's estranged. strange. She's very sad. She's an English teacher at a high school. And in comes the boy next door. He is staying there because his... Parents are out of the picture somehow He's staying with his uncle, he's in the hospital and he's charming. He's almost 20 and he is someone that can quote literature and Homer and stuff. And they have a weird amount of chemistry. She goes on bad dates and then ends up, you know, getting a little too drunk and hanging out with the boy next door. One thing leads to another and some sexiness ensues. And then he takes it way too seriously. And will not stop pursuing her. It goes full fatal attraction, bunny in the pot kind of thing. And that's that's what will stop. Like, you know, that's what, that's the basic plot of the movie. That's the gist
1: of it without giving the ending away. Yeah, that is the gist of it. You did, I mean, I, I shook my head and cringed a little bit at the idea that he's he's this sexy, hunky guy who can also quote the classics. He quotes oh. the Iliad twice, okay? We've all seen the movie Troy. He is not some highbrow intellectual. The way this, there's a scene in the kitchen early on, and by the way, now we're just in general thoughts of the movie, let's go nuts. There's a scene <laughs> early on in the kitchen where they're both, like, discussing the Iliad and it's supposed to, like, Kristen Chenoweth, who is JLo's best friend in this movie. And the
0: vice principal. And the
1: vice principal. Uh, are And Kevin are like, do you understand what they're saying? And it's like, okay, you're a high school vice principal. You should understand the broad strokes of the Iliad. And you're a high school student. You too should understand the broad strokes of the Iliad. They weren't doing like inside baseball. But Everything he, he about gives,
0: he gives her this look like Noah, this boy next door, gives her this look when she like knows like the quote that he's saying. Like, wow. And it's like she's the English teacher you just that said that she's gonna be teaching Homer this semester. You should be upset if she doesn't know that she's teaching the youth yeah. of America. Right. Like that's her entire job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Classics teacher at a high school.
2: It's so st- it was like Also, the scene where um, he walks into the classroom and he's like reciting. (laughs) I was just like, I was like, not that I endorse the practice because I don't, but realistically, people would have been, the other kids in the class would have been throwing the same names at him that they would at traditional male theater kids. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean like they're yeah. not yes. really like, get out of here dude maybe not because he he looks like he can beat most of them up but like they wouldn't be applauding it that was no. ridiculous
0: that was my thought when he walked in I was like you're lucky you're hot because like I, anyone right. else walked in and be like pounded in immediately I swear to
1: god I wrote in my notes hot people can do anything including <laughs> quote the Iliad in class <laughs> and be a 20 year old in a junior high school class yes he that's the other thing is they go out of their way to make him like he mentions offhandedly in the movies like first 20 minutes which is all an exposition dump that he quote lost some time so he's 20 yeah when they when school. he
0: the the whiz asks him how old he is and he says almost he doesn't say 19 he says almost 20 which I feel like is them being like this isn't so creepy it's not a teenager yeah yeah,
1: yeah. they they go above and beyond to make it so that JLo isn't that bad but that was actually a question I wanted to put to you guys, which is <laughs> so many things happen in this movie. Would either of you at any point, just, just confess everything in order to get this clear criminal in jail. And if so, where is that point for you? Jess, you're our, you're our wonderful guest. I'm going to start with you.
2: Put so, yourself in
1: j Lo's shoes as we all do at some point in the day. So
2: J-Lo, what J-Lo did with this kid was not illegal um, and they made that clear it may have been unethical
0: but and I may be remembering it wrong but she, when it happened did she know he was a student at I the think time he, I think he'd already mentioned that he was going to be a student but he yeah. technically was not her student
1: they had discussed yeah, and, him being in her class but she had taken no steps to make that happen
0: yeah so like I don't know
2: I probably would have said something earlier on to like, I guess my version of Vicky, mm-hmm. the Kristen Chenoweth character who also, I only figured out what her name was like 10 minutes before the movie ended. Yeah. Like, I just like, I took notes and I, I just kept writing Kristen Chenoweth cause I didn't, I
1: didn't know who she was, but um, we're not big on I, character names on this show. Yeah.
2: I just wrote every Tri- time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just wrote JLo, Kristen Chenoweth, John Corbett. Um, and then, and then just like hot dude and kid, um, but like, yeah, I definitely would have told the Vicky character earlier on because like she definitely seems like the person, the kind of person who wouldn't judge her for it, and like would help her take the necessary steps to resolve things um, in hopefully a much l- less uh,
1: messy way.
2: Yeah, in the like, movie they
1: have that weird little caper where they like play shadow games with Noah to make him follow her. But
2: yeah, and I was just like, also, okay, wait. So that whole thing pissed me off so much because, like, when JLo breaks into his house and she just thinks deleting, like, she just thinks putting them in the trash folder is going to make them go away. Like, he <laughs> doesn't have a cloud account <laughs> I thought that too although I, I was do... so mad
1: no, I so... do think they took the extra step of showing her go to like secure empty trash or something like that But I I
0: love, he had the most, like, incriminating desktop of all time. His desktop had, like, three things on it, and all of them were crimes he had committed. (laughs) One was, like, him filming J-Lo without consenting to being filmed during sex. Then just, like, two cars he had sabotaged. It was, like, 2003 Chevrolet, 2016 Ford. That's the only thing on his fucking desktop.
1: Comma, break, parentheses, (laughs) cut. Like, he.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: here's the thing. Now, not that I would ever, but if anyone has anything worth hiding, they're not going to give it those sorts of names on a, in a desktop folder. You're going to bury it in something else.
0: Right. Yeah. You're going to write like photos from camp, like something somebody doesn't want to watch.
1: To be fair to the boy next door, this computer was located in his super secret I'm just going to say jerk-off layer.
2: Oh, J-Lo. Oh, wait. Can I tell you? I called it the J-Lo layer. I called it the J-lair. That's what I called it. The J-lair. Yeah.
1: J for Uh-oh. J-Lo and J for... It had a bunch of pictures of her, their yeah. video of having sex, and a bed. Like, he is just pleasing himself in this room. Yeah, that bed looked
0: dirty. <laughs> yeah. Gross.
2: Also, you know what annoyed me about that? I was like, all right, so... Your uncle clearly isn't, like, that mobile. Right? This dude... You couldn't just do this in your regular fucking room. Right? You had to, like, you had to, like, make a bunker. Like, what the fuck, man? What? I I don't know. It just, everything about it bothered me. And also with J-Lo, when she was, like, taking all her time, like, trying to delete everything, I was like, bitch, just steal the computer.
0: Yes. Yes. I said that too. In my notes, I was like, I would just grab any computer I found and just because he's going to know you touched it because you deleted the file. What's he going to do? Say, oh,
1: you stole my computer. It's like at this point. Yeah, I'll take the legal hit on stealing your fucking computer. Yeah,
2: Right. Like take the computer, throw it in the nearest body of water. Yeah. Hit it with a hammer a few times first. Get a bleach bit. Do what you need to do.
1: Exactly. Stupid. I was so angry. Um, also, is recording someone without their permission like that, like, that's a crime, right?
0: I think it might be a state-by-state thing, but I also, okay. um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether that's a crime. I think I mean, releasing they, it is a crime in mo- in a lot of states.
1: The, the yeah. way that they just continue to not treat this 20-year-old, this full-grown man, like an adult, baffles me. Because the, the scene where he beats up Kevin's bully... Yeah, why oh does not nobody God, yeah. call the
0: police? You don't get. You're right. 20
1: years old. You don't go to the vice principal's office where you call her the c word. Yeah,
0: like you go to you jail. get escorted
2: out of school by the cops and you yes. go to jail for the night. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yes. when she says
0: like you you fractured this kid's skull, I was like, why is he in this meeting with you? You are four foot one. Like, right? You're, why you're not isn't that safe? kid's dad
1: holding you at gunpoint in a back alley right now? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And then like, not to mention th- this was a- another thing. I think I said to you at one point, cause I, I don't have great recall for movies, but the mm. scene in the bathroom at the dance where he's, Oh my God, ba- he's been expelled. He vandalizes the sink in order to flood it, to get JLo in there. And he has graffitied quote, I fucked Claire Peterson on the bathroom. Yeah. wall, And then while in there, he there's no nice way to say it attempts to rape her. Yeah. No, no legal consequences. No one even brings up, hey, Claire, what's the deal with the graffiti on the wall in the men's right. room?" Right,
0: well, I kind of felt like if Jennifer Lopez was my teacher... I bet you people would have written on the bathroom wall. Like, I want to, I want to suck these titties. Like, weird like you know, like if a teacher was mildly attractive, there was like, people didn't spray paint. Like I fucked Mr. Smith or anything on the wall. But like, you know, there, was, there
1: were definitely rumors about my most attractive, like female teacher in high school. So I get that rumors that I I'm had cool. a bunch of like, I had a bunch of ugly teachers, like <laughs> get fired
2: for dating students. And I was Ew. like, really? I shouldn't even say dating, like grooming and raping probably. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know the sordid physical details of anything, but it was it was rough. One of the girls was in one of my classes and I was just like, oh my God, you poor baby. It was, it was a whole, whole ass mess. But like, the bathroom thing pissed me off because I was like, why would you tell Mrs. Peterson and not a custodian? She's not a, She's not in there with a fucking wrench. Like, what is she doing? Well, I think water, I feel like maybe because
0: she was that kind was of so the little like uh confident, not com- but she was sort of like the little like henchman of the the boy next door because she had a crush on him. So I think she want, maybe he told her like get Claire in the bathroom.
1: Mm. Oh, I didn't think of that. I want to talk, I didn't about, either. I want to talk about hardware store girl because I forgot Wait, it was. Yes, her.
0: I wanted to tell you about whether my my answer to the when do you go to yeah, her? yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, right, I forgot. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. So,
0: I would. I wrote a bunch of times, just go to the police, because there is a moment of diminishing mm-hmm. returns where, like, so eventually you're going to have to kill this kid, and it's going to look mm-hmm. really bad in the news when you've killed your student regardless. So, like, at least if you can get ahead of it before having to murder him, you can, like he wasn't your student at the time yeah she's probably still gonna lose her job but there is a point of where he is just flat out blackmailing her he's already putting your job at in jeopardy by sending you fucking flowers and writing i fucked claire peterson and like just putting sex pictures of you so wallpapering
1: the classroom yeah so definitely i
0: think prior to the sex pictures when like she started to realize he was like hacking into her computer to like get himself Mm -hmm. in the class and like I think probably right before the sex pictures where he started to be very threatening, I would have been like, "Okay, I just got to go to the police because like if I admit what I've done, he has no more blackmail over me. Because like at this point, he's like trying to he's definitely being weird to her husband. He's turning her son against the husband. Like you've already you're losing too much. And like your son is like starting to get all weird and like culty. So I definitely think I would have gone to the police. A lot earlier than yeah. her, like not even gone to Chenowith, but like gone to the police and been like, "Listen, I fucked this 19 year old by accident.
1: I was I was horny and well, a it wasn't drunk. by accident. It,
0: it was kind of by accident.
1: It just happened. Fair enough. For me, it's the exact moment where it's like the day after when he comes to pick up Kevin and says, I mean, he's dropping double entendres left and right. It's actually some of them are pretty creative. I'll give it to the boy. next
0: time. <laughs> I laughed a lot during that but, scene. <laughs>
1: uh JLo at one point like looks at him and she's like Noah can you give us a second saying like Noah can you give me a moment with my son and he doesn't he just like glares at her and it's Mm -hmm. like oh you I I like I fucked you now I'm gonna fuck you up get out of my house like yeah that's 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 where I would have drawn the line but I want to circle back now thank you for reminding me that we were in the middle of a segment and I almost just barreled right through I'm known for that Uh, But I really want to talk about Allie, the hardware store girl.
0: Yeah, good on you, movie-naming-the-hot-girl Allie.
1: (laughs) The-demand-girl Allie. She- She... (laughs) She's judging me on her podcast.
0: (laughs) Don't take this from me. Don't take this from me.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, Allie, our our movie's heroine, I guess. Um... (laughs) Is the, like Kevin the Whiz has a crush on her. Everything goes wrong for Kevin. Like the the oh, bullies, the bullies first accost him like in the hardware store, and they're such like typical movie bullies. They're like, "Yeah, you got your EpiPen, Whiz." Like, yes, he has allergies and will die without it. Also, right. why are you in the hardware store? Why Thank you. Duck into the bother- hardware?
2: I was like, "What are you?" I was like, are-
1: "Unless you're buying like
2: duct tape or something." That's the only thing.
0: I don't know. Maybe they it's go to Ogle,
2: the, the hot girl from school. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I didn't think of that.
1: But I mean, you got to do something you, like a bunch of skater guys aren't just like skating by and it's like, let's hit up the hardware store, Trent. <laughs> One of them was named Trent, I'm sure. Uh, but, <gasps> so Allie, so he's got a crush on Allie and he kind of works up the courage to go ask her out, which and like, good on you, Kevin. Like he kind of did it. Yeah, that, I thought that scene was actually so cute when he when he finally asked her. Yeah, yeah. He like reads a list of things he needs. And the last one is like for her to go on it for you to go on a date with me. Like, come, good on you, Wiz. Like, I that it was awesome. so adorable. Yeah. And then there's like some silent verbal communication between Noah. He like gives her a nod. And we as the audience are led to infer that that nod means go to the fall fling with Kevin and I will sex you after.
0: It was, it was almost like go to the fall fling with Kevin and you can blow me. Because like that's yeah. what we see happen between them. Is like it's not even like she gets anything from it. She just like blows him.
1: And apparently another layer to that is like help me accost Kevin's mother in the bathroom at the fall fling.
2: Right. Who like
1: is this woman. Oh Yeah,
2: whole ass mess. Whole <laughs> ass mess. I
0: mean Teenage girl. Let's be fair, not okay. woman. <laughs>
1: sure, but like I j- Jessup, I'll, I'll put that question to you. Could you make heads nor tails of Allie? Like, what what struck me about her was that like,
2: for some reason, there's always a fucking hardware store scene in every Lifetime movie. There's like, <laughs> huh. and also it, it wasn't just that one. And I'll I'll get back to the hardware store girl in a second. But also the movie opens with JLo running in like a really nice neighborhood every lifetime movie has a scene of a rich woman running like jogging in a neighborhood that no one watching it can afford to live in and <laughs> it, every single one
1: but um before yeah, i won't hard- get into it but you are foreshadowing our trivia segment so remind me and we'll circle back to that but anyway consider- Ooh, okay we'll do but um yeah like hardware store girl like
2: it made me so sad because I was like rooting for her and Kevin. And then I was like, you trash bag. Um, <laughs> so upset. Um, but I was like, I, I was really mad at her. But I was obviously Noah's like manipulating her. She's like a baby. But um, I was still mad because it's like, obviously, he's the one at fault because he's like, I guess the adult, like barely, but he's like still the
1: adult. But How old also- is a high school junior?
2: like sixteen, seventeen. Ugh. yeah yeah like like he might have been breaking the law depending on where they lived yeah
0: he was probably breaking the law
2: he
1: broke many laws he assaulted a minor he's yeah. yeah
2: like not that it would have stopped minor. him but like
1: you know just
2: just to make the point but she i don't know i i she made me sad hardware store girl made me sad and it also made me think of like the like I've never watched the movies or
0: read the books, but apparently like the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey also worked in a hardware store. I don't think she, no, she, walk, that's one of the early scenes in the first movie. She like walks into a hardware store. And I was thinking that too. It was like such a s- s- dumb trope. I don't understand. It's you.
1: so weird. because A hardware like- store is not erotic to either of you? Well, I think for Fifty
0: Shades, it's because there's, like, rope and shit there. Oh. Yeah. Like, that, may, That
2: I guess, in that context, it makes sense. But it's fucking weird. And also, it it uh, it made me sad a little bit because when I lived in Brooklyn, there was this really cute little, like, mom-and-pop hardware store that closed because Home Depot was taking over everything. Mm. So, like, this store would not exist in real life. She yeah. would not be working there because it would not exist. So, like, her dad's shop or whatever yeah that she shares um,
1: duties with her It's going to
2: become a Lowe's in like 2 days and that's what she gets. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what that's she karma. gets. Allie what about you what did you think of Allie what Ali? what did you think of Allie?
0: Um yeah I I mean I just didn't I didn't think a lot about her she kind of was just like a stock hot girl character. like i always hate it makes me like dislike a character if he has a crush on the hottest girl in school because it's such like an i remember like it's, it's the thing that obviously happens like a lot of my guy friends had crushes on like the hottest girl in our grade and stuff but i was always like hey, who the fuck are you that like you can you are like the theater kid with me like you're not gonna get her attention just have a like have standards that make sense for you and it always was just like Usually, even in these movies and in real life, like usually the hottest girl in school, there's not like anything to her. It's like, come on, like mm-hmm. have better taste. So like, as much as like the Wiz is like cute and stuff, I was like, dude, like, why are you shooting your shots so high? You're called the Wiz. <laughs> like there's probably some dorky girl who's fine, who you could like actually go to the dance with rather than going with a girl you probably have nothing in common with.
1: And And if you're young and in love and you're listening to Not Couple Goals, we'd like to leave you with this bit of advice, aim lower. I mean, <laughs> just don't go for it
0: no don't just don't fall for like the fact that everyone else thinks this person is hot you can yeah. find people that are hot in their own way you don't have to find somebody hot because everybody else tells you they're hot
1: that is a good yeah answer.
0: and and to that point Ali you make a really good point because he never actually talked about her
2: having any sort of personality he was just like she's the prettiest girl in school and it's like okay um, like I don't know what's her favorite movie yeah I don't know, like what bands does she listen to? You have no idea. She's not a developed character. Does at she all. read
1: the Iliad?
0: Right, you know. <laughs> the nicest thing about her, like she, when the bullies come in and start bugging uh, the whiz, she isn't like ha ha. Like she does say like get out, and she like tries mm-hmm. to stop them. So she seems like she's an okay girl, but like this very stock. Like not, we don't learn anything about her other than the fact that she clearly wants to blow the boy next door. Yeah,
1: I, I, I couldn't understand that scene where she looks past Kevin to Noah giving her a nod and she's like, oh, I'll go to the fall fling with you.
0: Well, I think it was like Kevin, like, there needs to be bribery for her to go out with Kevin and then she wants to, like, for her, he's the most sexy girl in school. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's Ally for Ally. So that's... Okay. Right, like, Kevin is the means to an end for her. Yeah.
2: Like,
1: well, Which is so like,
2: fucking weird. I don't know. That's, that's bizarre. Like, Even like dumb teen, I wasn't that dumb, but I was adventurous. Teen (laughs) Sager would be like, "Mm -mm, no, we're not. We're not going there. Noah, eat shit.
1: (laughs) Okay. So speaking of wild and crazy couplings and dates and whatever in this movie, uh, I wanted to ask you guys too about the horrible date j-lo went on specifically oh geez. yeah um i want to talk about the guy but i also want us all to cast our minds back to a simpler time when dropping jk rowling's name was a mic drop and not just a hate crime yeah i'm comfortable <laughs> i actually wrote in my notes like jk rowling billionaire
2: classics major transphobe <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the woman who inspired an entire generation of kids to read so that they could then understand what the definition of a turf is. <laughs> um, let's talk about that guy who like
0: the guy she's on a date with? The
1: the horrible piece of shit she's on a Oh date my with. god.
2: Like I feel like any woman who's been set up has been set up on a date like that. Like we've all been there at least once. And we've also been Vicky's character at least once. We have, oh yeah, where you're trying to
0: make the best of the situation. <laughs> yeah.
2: She's like, she's like, Oh, it looks like it stopped raining. Like she's trying so
0: hard. <laughs> this
1: poor girl. Like, I, I wanted to ask you both, like, how mad are you? If you're Lo, how mad are you at Chenoweth?
0: Well, see, yeah. I, I, I think it's really funny. Like I, this movie is so many tropes. Like everything <laughs> is so like stereotypical, reason the husband leaves you stereotypical and like this is the stereotypical bad date where like the guy leers at the waitress's boobs and like insults your job and insults you like a bunch of times and then like even though he's insulting you he's still like mad fuck you though like he clearly like like, fiery like i'd like to it's sex you like he's clearly like still turned on by her even though he's like just insulting everything he can about her
1: and even when he's trying to be complimentary yeah calling a latina woman like Fiery. It's like alright. Yes. Yeah,
0: I wrote, I wrote, is that racist or was that just in the script, regardless? It, it, the, like,
2: yeah, the- that's the thing. I wondered the same thing. Like, he was like, Like, do you guys know what negging is? Yeah. So, like, he was like the king of negging. And I remember like when I was single, and like obviously it would still happen if someone did it now, but like whenever a guy negged me, like I was proud of JLo for just like not being like, let me work harder to impress you. It's like, no, go fuck your mother. I'm not yeah. talking to you about this. Like, they would give, like, a backhanded compliment or just, like, outright insult you. Like, I remember, I forget, like, I was at a bar and some guy said something to me like, oh, you know, you'd be cute if you weren't so loud. I was like, oh, looks like you wet your pants because I just threw a drink at you, you he's garbage. <laughs> like get out of here
1: your this volume is, of is one my of my charm, favorite qualities about you
0: <laughs> see i was fiery in that moment i <laughs> <laughs> see i don't know if i'd be mad it it, it depends on being mad at shenna depends like if i just got set up on a bad date i don't necessarily mm-hmm. blame my friend when i would get mad at my friends is when the guy would be just like repulsive in some way or just like annoying me and they just wouldn't they'd be like mad at me for reacting to that when they, when I would be like, yeah, I'm not on this date anymore. I'm going to go to the other side of the bar and like, just talk to other people and like, tell my friend, like you can hang out with the guy that you are liking, but I'm not going to keep hanging out with his friend. And like my, when my friend would be mad at me about that, I would then be like, okay, now we've got issues. Like, cause Mm -hmm. we're not going to pretend like this guy's cool or like, this is, this is going well. Like I'm going to react to the actual repulsion that I'm feeling.
1: And Chenwith does have like a nice moment too, where JLo, like she kind of claps back. I wrote it in my notes, but Chenwith is just like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> but yeah. The, the clapback was like, he says, he, he like, he says he doesn't really like teaching students the classics. It's and he's so like, stupid. oh, we got to get, we got to get them jobs. It's about getting them jobs and having them make money. And she says, I wrote it here, money is fine, except when it's motivated by greed, which is like, you know, good wasn't quite his point but still good and i appreciated that she was like clapping back at him and being right
2: i like when i saw that i was like okay comrade claire
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then what did what was the line i didn't write it down but he's just like she's just like do you always like jump at a woman for saying her opinion and he's like only when it's different from mine oh
0: yeah but he's like turned on when he's like he's like yeah, yeah only when it's different from mine like he, just, <laughs> he somehow thinks they're flirting which like also every woman has been in the situation where you're like oh my god yeah. not everything I'm saying is not flirting with you
2: yeah I'm it's like to tell you no and I'm like so- I think we've I think every woman has been there where we're like no I actually hate you stop you know
0: like um, quit getting turned on
1: well, right <laughs> like. I don't understand the energy of trying to flirt with a woman by essentially being like, what do you say I tie you to these train tracks? I'm a bad guy. Like, <laughs> you're awful. No redeeming qualities to him. That
0: is like, that points to the writing. Like everything is so tropey that it's like yeah. literally like if somebody like went to like Mad Libs or just like, like Google right. like, bad dates and then like just used all of the stereotypes and like was like, I'm gonna put them all in one scene. It'll be fine.
2: Yeah. And it was like, In terms of being mad at your friend, like, I would only be mad if you knew that she knew that he was that big of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if she didn't know, like, you can't be mad at her. She was,
1: Kristen Chenoweth was doing the best that she could. She was working so hard. That's true. And she was also kind of pulling the ripcord, too, where she saw the writing on the wall that she was going to get back with her cheating ex and she's like, I just got to get you someone.
2: Yeah, right. And and this is where uh, my shrink would be like, Sager, boundaries. Like you can't fix everybody. <laughs> Let her fuck her own life up, and then look what she did. Yeah,
1: yeah, she. You know, so you wanna...
2: yeah, I, I don't know. I kind I kind of am on team Vicky. Like I agree. I didn't want Corbett- her to get back with with John Corbett either. Yeah, and also, that- he drove like a jackass the whole time. I was like. I was like, so this is a man who cheats and has a small penis. You are compensating with that fucking, what was it, like a challenger? I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Like
0: the, he was the stereotypical, like uh, middle-aged, having a midlife crisis husband. Yeah, and He, no, cheats, no. With the, he this... cheats with the girl like that he, That works with him. He's gets the like penis car. It smells
2: like chocolate chip cookies. Plus we... we forget.
1: Guys, the penis car is a red charger. His was purple. It's different. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but i would say the worst thing about him is that he clearly ruins the concept and like the smell and taste of chocolate chip cookies for JLo, and that is too much to forgive the biggest thing. she yeah. has a moment of like you know like she and vicky are talking and vicky's like she he said that she smelled like chocolate chip cookies and then later on JLo lo like smells the cookie and then she's like oh i can't eat it and it's like damn i love chocolate chip cookies i'd be yeah. if yeah turned me off i'd be so angry like I, that's unforgivable
2: But I also wonder, like, why did she as a person smell like chocolate chip cookies? Because even if you're baking cookies, you don't smell like the cookies. Your kitchen will smell like that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, those philosophy body washes that have like recipes on the bottle. I wonder if there's a chocolate chip cookie one and maybe that's what she used. I, I wondered like, that
0: too, because I was like, that's uh, obviously it's a delicious smell. I love it. But of course, it's not yeah. a, a smell I associate with. Like, I need to fuck you if you smell like chocolate chip. Well, like, you know, yeah, so sexy. it reminds
2: yeah. me of like a hug from grandma. Or yeah. Something. yeah.
1: Jess, you also like, make such a good point that I didn't think of. It's like, yeah, smelling like chocolate chip cookies. That's probably a great smell. That's not a person's smell. <laughs> right. You like don't smell.
0: Yeah. Like that. I did. I wrote down how because I was like, I would like to know how.
2: Like vanilla, I can see. They make perfumes that like smell like vanilla. I've never seen like a chocolate chip cookie. Not even like Bath and Body Works, which like I'm addicted to, by the way. Mm-hmm. They don't have chocolate chip cookie body care. Candles, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not like lotion. It, it's fucking weird. I, it bothered me. It bothered he,
1: me. He was. And you you mentioned bothered me. You mentioned briefly, too, that John Corbett, like, drove like an asshole the whole time. Also, they go out on, like, a date, and he's not charming with her at all throughout this movie, but, like, the movie tells you he's charming because they get out of the car giggling about an inside joke. And then, like, you know, he, like, first makes a pass at her, a very aggressive pass that she turns down. And, I mean, he accepts that she turns it down, which low bar, but in this movie makes him, like, Prince Charming. Yeah. 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 And then he's like, you know, I think I've had a bit too much to drink. Is it okay if I crash on the couch? And it's like, you drove them home, man. Right,
0: I forgot. This isn't okay. Right,
1: no, like side halfway through, you're too drunk.
0: I
2: think if there's any lesson that this movie has, it's regardless of age, just men ain't shit. Like, (laughs) I don't know, like every every man man in in the movie movie is trash. Even like the principal, who's like when she like locks the kids out of the room and he's like i was like he is also trash because he was like he's like oh your behavior and we saw you getting physical with him i was like yeah but you didn't check his transcripts kristen chenwith pointed that out what so you fucked up there too principal whatever they didn't even bother to give him a name (laughs) also
0: like you respect that like when she is trying to frantically clean up the sex pictures that noah's like thrown all around the room and she locks the door so the students can't come in and the principal's like why are you guys out here And they're like, she locked the door. And he's like, Claire, and he like bangs. And then he's like, then he starts to open the door. He's like, gets his keys out. Like, dude, just respect that one of your employees might need a freaking second. Like, what if she got a phone call that something bad had happened? What if she got her period? And like, is making that up? Like, don't
1: burst into the room, you weirdo. She's a grown ass woman. She
0: clearly needs a fucking second.
1: And her big sin too, that he said, he was like, the bell rang five minutes ago. Like, yeah, man. So class is gonna be five minutes late. I'm never gonna forget in high school, two two history teachers, I watched them get into the biggest screaming match I've ever seen two professional adults have because my history teacher let us go to lunch three minutes early, three minutes (laughs) early and this other teacher came in and said like those aren't the rules you have to respect the rules and these two grown ass adults got into an argument over the rules of when to send students to lunch and it's like oh my you God. guys got to leave this school man yeah. <laughs> you you got to like go touch grass or something you're way too Yeah
2: like here. that's insane like i was so pissed cuz also like sometimes like Like, I know, like, elementary school teachers do this, but sometimes they have, like, little surprises for their kids and stuff that sometimes can, like, take time to set up or whatever. I don't know. I was mad. Also, like, what if she wasn't in the room yet? What if she was in the bathroom having some sort of an emergency? Like, Allie said, she could have, like, had her period or something. Like, yeah, she could have had, like, something unsettled from lunch. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It bugged me. Also, for everyone, like, dismissing, like, the importance of the classics, I was like... Why are you in such a hurry to get in this fucking room? Everyone yeah. thinks job doesn't
0: matter.
1: Like, Yeah. It was also very like a California high school, too, where it's like, oh, yeah. Outdoors.
0: Well, and he also calls right. her out for like putting her hands on Noah because like the janitor or someone sees her like kind of push Noah. She doesn't even really push him, but like, you have just expelled this kid for A, kind of illegally transferring to the school without transcripts, and B, fracturing another student's fucking head. Go! You maybe take her side that right. maybe the, the kid who just fractured another student's head was coming at her, and maybe she just had to put a hand up. Like, why are you right. immediately not on her yep. side?
1: He gets oh. like a little bit of brownie points for being like, look, I'm not firing you. It's like, oh, oh yeah, thanks, guy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, another not- man. I'm not diminishing
0: your integrity, I'm questioning your behavior, which is kind of questioning her fucking integrity. And kind Great. of
1: worse too. Let's also talk about like the ending of this movie because it- Oh my God. It The shit takes off. As soon as like he, he they pull their fast one and like delete the files, shit takes off in a big yeah. way. When
0: they do the old switcheroo where like Quen- Chenoweth drives her car and yeah. he follows it thinking it's JLo. He gets real angry with that.
1: What were you, what were your thoughts having? I mean, I'm so fascinated by the fact, Jess, that you've seen this for the first time, like last yeah. night. I, um, tell me, tell I have me. This in journey. my notes.
2: I have this in my notes. I was like, Kristen Chenoweth is going to die because as soon as the savvy, sassy best friend knows what's happening in any Lifetime movie, that bitch gets killed. It yes. happens all the time. I knew she wasn't gonna make it. I was hoping she would. I was rooting for her, but I was like, no, it's not gonna happen. So I knew she was, I knew she was gonna kick the bucket. I also knew, and like obviously in with the nature of this specific movie, it was in his nature to do that. But it's like lifetime movies always climax with a kidnapping and one person having a gun. Or yeah. Or there's, an, and like her son having like the allergy attacks and stuff. I was like, or something's going to happen to him. And then somebody falls down a flight of stairs. So mm-hmm. I knew there's always what happens. I knew it was going in either one of those directions. So it was like, but the eye gouging, I oh. thought was a unique touch. They they kind of conflated Homer with Sophocles there, but I guess still a classic. It was, uh,
1: it's unfair. How? how kind you just were to this movie <laughs> to say that there was like a, a classic literary illusion in this scene.
2: <laughs> I was like, I was like, I see where they're going with the Oedipus Rex, but do they know it's not the same dude who wrote both of those things? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I noticed though? Like, so he, when he kidnaps Chenoweth and he's like, first of all, he has some inexplicable doohickey that mimics Kristen Chenoweth's voice perfectly. Yes! It says oh, like, yeah. I, uh, Claire, I need you to come over. I'm sad or something. It's not not, not verbatim that, but like it, it's yeah. that voice somehow uses, that doesn't exist. Like that's, that's not an app that exists now. He has like a and, little dookie that does it. Right. And like, it shouldn't, because like, I, this is
2: like off on tangent. I just watched the Manti Teo documentary too. And that reminded oh, yeah. me of it. Like all the voice fuckery, that poor boy. Anyway, this was a disaster. It was a disaster. Like that stuff it doesn't exist. It didn't exist then. And if it did, like how is how does this kid know everything? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like he memorizes the the fucking the Iliad, okay, whatever. Like he knows everything about cars, he knows everything about like electronics. Know, electronics. Also, um going back to the video, I forgot to mention this did they have deep fakes back then? Cause that's the excuse I would have used. I would be like, I, is- oh. I thought
0: that too. Cause it was 2016. You could at the very least when it, when she just thought it was pictures, I would have been like, he mm-hmm. photoshopped a dirty picture of me. I, it's not my fault. Mm-hmm.
1: I also was curious too. Like the whole, his whole obsession starts where he's changing one night and JLo has taken notice that this guy is attractive. Hunky. hunky yeah. You will. And she like, steals a quick glimpse and he catches her like peeping on him. And then I guess as the audience, we're led to believe that that's the night she goes out on her date. And then when she comes home, he like calls her over flirts hooks up with her but after he catches her looking at him he scurries downstairs sets up an elaborate video system that feeds into his laptop downstairs apparently gets on the horn and starts checking how to clone kristen chenowitz's voice like (laughs) he must immediately do all of these steps to be prepared to accost and stalk this woman (laughs) for the next weeks months i don't know
2: it's like Honestly, I could never have a life of crime. I just don't have the energy or the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do,
0: how do I don't have do the patience for really the electronics. Like, like, as soon as it was like, oh, and then you have to do the input into the AV. I would be like, ah, oh, that's way too much for me. I'm not gonna be able to do. Like, if you ever tried to set up something that like works with your Alexa, it's so hard to do. So, like, I could yeah. never do weird elaborate streaming like sex video thing that he did i reach a point oh yeah like
1: the minute i have to
2: download a separate app for anything i'm just not fucking doing it i don't care like i'm not like i i'll i'll go to jail for the murder or whatever it is like (laughs) like, (laughs) it's less work yeah i gotta save space i have an android we don't we don't
0: fuck around with that i
1: can't. you can't with that
0: But did you, so did you, like, I I got sidetracked by the weird voice changer because I don't get it, but (laughs) he's, you know, he's kidnapped Jenna with, and uh, she's still alive at this point, and her fucking cat is sitting on the kitchen counter, licking itself next to him, and I wrote, this is why cats are worse than dogs, because your dog would be trying to help you because it would see you in distress. Meanwhile, the cat's like, whatever, just cleaning itself, licking its own asshole, just like doing nothing. Your dog doesn't give a shit your
1: dog would be clamped on that man's balls until one of them is dead
2: oh man like it's really funny so our dogs would either just try licking him to death because they wouldn't know better (laughs) or that would be the thing that makes them snap because they really love their mom oh and and if he um like when he kidnapped garrett like jersey is obsessed with my husband she Would never hurt a fly. If she gets, like, upset about anything, she'll just run away. She's never growled at anybody. I think that would be what makes her bring out the bad side uh, or the bad rap that pit bulls get. I think that's what would do it. But she's a sweet pie. She's she's snoozing next to
1: me right (laughs) now. Which is so cute. I love your dogs. I love I mean, all like, of them.
0: She's like taped down with her mouth is taped and she's making distress noises. Any dog, like even the friendliest dog, would be like, This is something's wrong. You're doing something to mom. Like, fucking right. cat would have given a shit. The cat was like, I hope he feeds me. Like this kid. Yeah.
1: So dinner's gonna be late tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, also with the cat, I was surprised he didn't do something to the cat. Because in real life, like people with like those kinds of like psycho and sociopathic tendencies like her animals so i was surprised they didn't fuck with the cat and also like like, that the cat didn't like try eating her corpse
1: sorry jess i I I, interrupted you say that again
2: oh no i i I was also surprised i was like i was like they're gonna show the cat eating her corpse that's how we find out she's dead and they didn't do it it was a wasted opportunity
0: (laughs) for for cat eating corpse moment
1: yeah i I thought the cat was going to come into play somehow because yeah the framing of that scene where it's like him on one end, the cat on the other, her in the middle. Like, I I, I thought the cat, I thought it was Chekhov's cat or something, but no. Right. You Like, you were waiting
2: for, yeah, like, it's like you're waiting for something and it just doesn't happen.
1: Which is kind of a lot of this movie the with the exception was, of the sex scene.
0: The cat was the biggest <laughs> piece of shit in the whole movie to me. I was like, you're <laughs> the boy next door. <laughs> I, I hated that, that cat.
2: Also, um... Just going back to Chris and Jenna, there were parts of the movie where it looked like she wasn't physically there to film them. Hmm, I don't know if you saw but there were... I didn't notice that. There were certain scenes, and it may have just been, like, really awkward editing. But, like, there were certain scenes, like, when she was talking to Noah in her office. And also, like, when he was talking to her in her house, you only saw the back of her head. And you, but you heard her voice. And I was like, that's probably ADR and a stand-in. And it's awkward. I'm like, why? Why? And then I looked it up. The mo- the entire movie had a budget of $4 million.
1: Yes. like,
2: oh, And they it's like, how much of... of that went just
0: to J-Lo? Yeah. Like 3 million of that probably went to J-Lo.
1: Well, when we get into trivia, I, I have a theory on that as well. But I also want to ooh. flag. Do you remember the scene where J-Lo is going through and figuring out that Noah apparently killed his father and his mistress. And she's speaking with a, I think a detective. Yes. That detective was all ADR. It was so jarring to hear and see. It was like bad ADR. There's nothing wrong with using ADR in filmmaking, but like there's a way to do it. So it's not obvious that guy seemed Mm -hmm. like he was in like, like, like he was speaking another language and it was dubbed. It was so awkward.
2: You know, I noticed that, but when I was watching it, I thought it was just, like, because I was streaming it, so I just thought there was, like, a lag because of my (laughs) Wi-Fi or something. I, like, I I was, like, this is a me problem. I didn't realize it was like that for everybody. It was the same when, like, Ted Cruz had his booger. Do you remember that? (laughs) I was, like, there's something on my TV. This can't be real. Um,
1: there's no way there's a fly the on mike pence's head someone would have yeah. said something
2: <laughs> i was like oh i have to close the windows no that was that was there um <laughs> as it should be yeah. yeah
1: um so with before we get into our next segment were there any other just general thoughts about the movie that we didn't cover uh i wanted i, I could spend an hour just on the voice changing app but i,
0: I was just <laughs> to say like I, I mean, we kind of covered it, but, like, I really did hate John Corbett. And John Corbett's a very charming actor. A charming he actor. is. And he's attractive, like, mm-hmm. in other things. In this, he seemed a million years older than her. They made, like, no, like, attempt to make him look like he's in the same decade as her to make it. Like, I'm sure they're around the same age and she just looks phenomenal for her age. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just looked so old and he does nothing to try and win her back. Like he's yes. just like, he's like, I'm not fucking the girl I used to fuck anymore. That's like his only, and then he just tells her like, please don't file for divorce. Like he doesn't attempt anything. And she calls him at one point when she gets the flowers. Flowers, yeah. Clearly from Noah and not your deadbeat husband. And she's like, I love the flowers. And he's like, what flowers? And it's like, yeah, because he's making no attempt to woo you. And he right. should also be like, oh shit, someone else sent my hot wife flowers. Right, you Do something, thing. Johnny i feel like they the only reason that they think like that they made for us to want them back together was like they just took a lot of like equity that he had earned from sex in the city because like so many women love him from sex in the city because he plays a charming character on that and they were like everyone loves john corbett we don't even need to make him do anything charming but like you do yeah <laughs> well no when but you- like i i agree with that because
2: i was like i have a soft spot for him not from sex in the city but from my big fat greek wedding yeah yeah Um, you guys came to my wedding. You can see why that's a very relatable movie for me, even though I'm Italian and not Greek. Um, but it was like,
1: Listener, I'm still full from Jess's wedding a couple of years. (laughs) Amazing.
2: Um, but it was like, he, he's very charming. He's adorable. You root for him. But like, he gave us no reason to root for him in this movie. And also I may, I actually, I'm looking at my notes right now because I was like, I was like emailing them to myself while we were reading. And I actually wrote that it's really unfair that J-Lo looks the way she does and she's stuck with men that look their age. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not fair. Like, look at
1: all we do and we get the bare fucking minimum. (laughs) I loved it. And I also wanted to flag a bad John Corbett moment too is when he makes the aggressive pass at her. And she says very politely, "Like I'm not ready." He said his first words out of his mouth are, "Is there someone else?" "Yeah, dude, you're fucking secretary." "Like she, just yes, not ready." <laughs> she just oh. told you why. Yeah, so like, he sucks.
2: Like, no, I'm not ready until you get an STD test and yes. a bunch of other shit. I don't know what I don't know what that girl's carrying. I
0: don't know what she's sending you home with.
1: She smells what? like chocolate chip cookies. It can't be good. Well, she
0: smells like bacon. Right. That's fucking weird. But like. Yeah. He also like when she tells him earlier in the movie, she like she realizes he's going on a business trip. And she's like, are you going to San Francisco, which is like where he used to meet her? And she's like, does she still work there? And he's like, that's, you know, we're not seeing each other. That's beside the point. And it's like, no, dude, you're still it's the whole point. You're still see even if you're not fucking her no more. You're still seeing the girl that you cheated on your wife with. Like, right. That is a big fucking deal for her.
2: That's not cool. Right. Like you can't call in your assistant to take this specific meeting.
0: Yeah, and he acts like she's being unreasonable by by asking if she's still working there. He's like, that's not relevant. Yeah, it's fucking relevant, dude. It's entirely
2: relevant. It's the whole reason you're having the conversation.
0: Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. Oh, she wait, I had another, up
2: alone. Yeah. Another note um, from the end, from, like from the, the, you know, all the people getting, uh, where the guy dies, the ending. Yeah. But um, when she stabs him with the EpiPen, can we Ooh. talk about this?
0: yes oh, god
2: how good must her insurance be that and- she could afford to do that
0: <laughs> that's true my epipen was over 300 dollars.
1: oh my god
2: yeah disgusting
1: but this like when i saw that it's like, costing them
2: <laughs> yeah like because i have um i have a nephew who i love to death this poor kid is allergic to everything and like for christmas one year I got him a couple toys, but like I for I got him an EpiPen, like for Christmas. I was like, "This is a gift for your mother because it's not fair that we live in a country where this is a thing." Oh, that's um,
1: really sweet.
2: Good for you. That's awesome. It was like, but it was like I was mad that I had to do it. You know, yeah. is, oh, it, all my conversations come back to Medicare for all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, not we, that's not what we're here to talk about.
1: Um no tell the people. I'm there yeah. with you
0: though. But yeah. I honestly I'll say the, the EpiPen stab and then the subsequent one like he's fighting her and she gouges his eye in the the area she stabbed with the EpiPen. Those are the two smartest moves that she makes the entirety yeah. of the movie. She makes like every wrong yeah. decision she possibly can throughout the movie. Does not yeah. go to the police when like ev- you know everything's going down like even after he's expelled and she's told her son like I don't want you hanging out with him and she sees him hanging out with her her son and her uh husband she doesn't say like hey he was just expelled for fracturing kid's skull get him the fuck out of the house she just lets it happen like so finally when she gouged his eye after stabbing it i was like one right move in out of 300 bad ones j-lo but like that was a good move
2: yeah and also um there was there was another thing so in the last scene why can no one undo knots until (laughs) like the very do you do you know what I'm saying? like because they yeah. he, they were just tied with rope. I'm like that's the best this guy could do. You 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 clearly have a connection at the hardware store. You can't get zip ties. Are you <laughs> yeah, serious?
1: Like, they didn't even attempt to start freeing themselves until right. he came in the barn with J Lo, and it's like I, I don't know. Like if I'm Kevin too, like he has. I love that Kevin tried, but tr- he try did the harder, best man. He- you know, poor guy. He did. Like, I also remember that scene too. Speaking of just like putting yourself in Kevin's shoes. There's so many moments where this boy is putting your family in peril, but it's after John Corbett stays the night because he's too drunk to drive because he's a real piece of garbage. <laughs> he like Noah comes in hot the next day. He like screeches up to the front of the house. He gets right in J-Lo's face, calling her a whore. And Kevin absolutely catches the tail end of that. And yeah. like, I don't care how mad I am at my mom. I don't care who the person doing it is. I'm killing that man with a shovel. I don't yeah. care if you are bigger than me, <laughs> a best friend. You have just forfeited your right to live if you speak to my, if you get in my mother's oh, yeah. Like, I like
0: that too.
1: Yeah, like I can lose my patience with my
2: mother any day yes. of the week, <laughs> every day of the week. Um, <laughs> and multiple times, if you've ever had a conversation with her of any kind, you would understand it, but if anyone else talks to her like that, they are not leaving without their neck getting snapped. That's it. That's it. You're not surviving. You won't make it to the end of the conversation. You yeah. won't live that long because she'll probably get to them before me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wrote that down too because, like, if I ever saw, like, even if he hadn't heard anything, if I saw my friend angrily in my mom's face, I would be like, okay. We're going to have to, I have to throw hands now. We're we're in this physical Mm -hmm. fight. Like, and like Kevin gets in the car with him. And she also like does such not apparent thing where she's like, Kevin, I am asking you to get in this car. My parents would never ask me to do shit. No. My parents are getting in this car. Yeah. My dad, my, my
2: mom, my dad would be like, no, you're getting in the fucking car. You're, you're, you're already in the car you don't know you're in the car yet, but you're in the car.
0: <laughs> he's not even funny. Like the next day he's hanging out with him on the couch. And like, yeah. she, she's just like, Oh, I'll go to the kitchen and fix you something. Like she's so thrown by that point. She doesn't even punish him. And it's like, at this point you should have gone to the police. Cause you can't even punish your kid. Like, come yeah. on. Right. And it was
2: like, it was kind of clever the way that he was like alienating her from like everyone around her. Cause that is like what like abusers and stuff do. But it was like, the weird like i don't know the stuff with the son was weird because like the whole time the son was like oh yeah like i want my parents to get back together let's go camping let's make fish like whatever and then when his dad is like back at the house then he's like i'm gonna crash your car with you in it. fuck you dad and i'm like (laughs) what how i need more of an explanation other than
1: like your weird neighbor just being like hey your dad seems like a jerk yeah. Um, yeah, he was like mad at times at like J Lo and then mad at times at John Corbett. It seemed like he didn't know that there was a cheating element involved. And then all of a sudden he
0: did. Cause Noah told him.
1: Cause Noah told him. Oh yeah. And they're like weird, like, you want to go shoot guns and look at a dead body scene.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's a, that was another thing that like when Noah's telling him like your dad's like a piece of like basically saying your dad's a piece of shit. I even if I was mad at my dad for something, I would also be like, hey man, don't talk about my dad right like yeah right fuck like you. not your place and then you know. he, he says something about like oh like i hope your mom's not his like right now girl like his girl to fuck right now Oh, the meantime
2: girl i wrote that down meantime girl
0: i would have been like hey dude stop talking about my parents fucking like that's weird right
1: <laughs> so creepy it's so creepy I think we, as the audience, are led to believe that because he has allergies, Noah has basically never interacted with anyone other than his parents. No, no, no,
0: Kevin. Kevin, sorry,
1: Kevin. Because Kevin has allergies, he has not interacted with anyone other than his parents. And I, like, I don't think that's quite the case. No, he hey, like, know, a like, fine like, fine like I said,
2: my, my nephew who's allergic to everything, he's like, he like plays baseball. He goes to school. Like, I don't know just don't bring peanuts out. You're fine.
1: Yeah, We all grew up around the kid who had, like, the cross to bear of having to ask for the allergy scooper or whatever. Like, it's fine. Right.
2: And also, like, a lot of schools, and I would imagine, especially like in California, where they're a little more like, woo-woo, whatever, but, like, a lot of them don't even allow food with allergens, like, in a cafeteria. Yeah. So, like, I don't think he would have been quite as sheltered as they were out. As he was like made out to be.
0: He was also kind of a a cute teenager. Like, you know, like, yeah, he was
2: adorable. And he was like very good and weird with
0: braces and like a a constantly running nose where like you feel like this kid would just get his ass kicked every day. Like, I was like, he's not bad looking for a teenager. Like, he'd be fine in normal school.
1: But yeah, he was like,
0: he, yeah, like he
2: was very believable as like the cute actual teenage kid.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, not like the American Pie teenage kid where they're like 38.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: So I think that brings us to our next segment, because I'm really excited to get into trivia. But first, uh, I want us all to go around the horn and say what our personal favorite moment from this crazy movie was. Jess, our wonderful guest, I'm going to start with you.
2: Ooh, my
1: favorite moment.
2: It was like, I don't know if I could consider it like my favorite moment. But one thing I noticed throughout the movie was that, like, they did a lot of skin smoothing in post and I'm like, is JLo? We don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't like Khloe Kardashian like migraine pill commercial yeah. level, but like, Ugh. it it was like I don't know. It unsettled me. But I liked. I think my favorite scene was actually the date scene, like the the bad date, because like we've all we've all been like every woman has been on both sides of that, where it's just mm. like a fucking nightmare. I it reminded me. So I had a friend in high school who was like. She was always dating, like, older men, like, inappropriately older, probably not legally older in a lot of states. And I remember I was always, like, with her. I was always there to keep her out of trouble. Okay. I would always get stuck with, like, their homely friend. (laughs) And I remember there was one time, like, me and, like, one of the homely friends were just sitting there while, like, those two were watching a movie. And we were like, listen, neither of us want to be there. Just don't fucking talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look over there. Like, I don't know. It reminded me of that. And also, oh, like I just really like Kristen Chenoweth. But there was another part where she called the woman John Corbett was cheating with, who never gets a name, as far as I know. But she called her the San Francisco Treat, and I was like, I <laughs> mean, I'm like, do not slander Rice roni in this way.
1: <laughs> That's Vercelli true.
2: Kelly did nothing to deserve this reputation. You better stop. I will. <laughs> I don't know what my actual favorite scene was because the whole thing was so messy. Yeah, but it can I also mess. be just
1: the most bonkers scene in general. I honestly think the like date scene is a perfect choice. Yeah,
2: that yeah, was,
1: it was definitely on my top list because it is—it's so tropey, it's so cringy, and it sets up—you know—basically, it's—it's a good slice of what this movie is overall.
2: Right, like everyone is just a caricature. Yeah, um, but like sometimes that's just what you want. You know, sometimes you just like you can't like, you know, the chicken is not going to defrost well, but you still want it anyway.
1: A thing that came up in this movie.
2: Exactly. Like sometimes you just want the good parts and you could throw the rest away. It doesn't matter. you
1: know (laughs) That's a great metaphor. (laughs) Allie, what about you? What was your favorite part of this movie or bonkers sexiest, whatever?
0: I'll give you two. So my favorite just like stupid part is really just the way that the movie opens with her running. And like, as she's running, there's like a voiceover from nowhere. And this never, they never return to this use of filmmaking with the voiceovers, where it's just like, she's running. And then in the background, you hear like, how dare you cheat on me? And John Corbett being like, I didn't mean to, she meant nothing to me. Like, just like the- Let me
1: come back home. Yeah. No one's trying in this video. The
0: echoey sort of like- (laughs) Let me come back home, home. Like, it's like so goofy. And then it immediately like kind of like shows like every single moment is like very like exposition. Like I'm lonely at home. And like her talking to like Kristen Chetoweth and stuff. So it's like, I really like that opener of like the the voiceover with the the stupid thing over her jogging. Cause it's so just like a stereotype of a lifetime movie. And I'm like, why did anyone think this was a good way to start your movie? But like, it immediately tells you that this movie is trash and I love that um but i will i'll say the sex scene like if you can put aside the the weird consent issues as he does in the sex <laughs> scene <laughs> And sort of just, like, move forward. I do think this is a very sexy sex scene once you're, once she stops saying no, because it is, like, very much about... You never really see a sex scene where it's very much about pleasing the lady. Like, usually mm-hmm. it's, like, the guy wants sex and then he puts his dick in the lady and, like, the, da- the lady seems very into it, but you know that that's not how actual sex works. There needs to be something for the lady. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's so much foreplay, he's, like, all about pleasing her, like touching her goes down on her i was like i was into that i think it's a very sexy sex scene once you get into the actual sex of it and she looks fucking phenomenal the guy's yeah. the guy's hot too but she looks so phenomenal that like you just can't help but be like good for you jayla like keeping it tight like
1: and, and i will give it to him too there's one part in the sex scene where he just grabs her hands and runs them on his abs and it's like what a move Good
0: for you guys <laughs> yeah and like he like he has his hands like on her boobs and like you know like you kind of see J-Lo's boobs it's like a whole you see it's very sensual and yeah. you see his ass which I appreciate like a lot of the time you won't see male nudity and I'm glad that like they at mm-hmm. least included, like some male nudity like you see his ass several times in the movie actually
1: yeah which, good. I think people were probably pissed they didn't see JLo's Lo's ass in the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: you 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 don't just give that. That costs more than a, uh, a ticket to go see a movie. That's, <laughs> that's prime. Like, there's literally like moments where she'll be walking around and paparazzi will be chasing her. This was early 2000s, but like, and she would be like covering herself up, which is sad for her to have to do. Of but course. it does go to show that, like, yeah, she she takes the privilege of seeing her ass. Seriously, you can't just run up to her on the street and see it, or God pay for a ticket price. God bless her. Yeah,
0: didn't she like insure it for like a billion dollars? I was gonna say
1: God did bless her. <laughs> uh, and I, so for mine, I'm kind. of, You guys covered most of them. The date scene, the moment where he gets crushed with the car engine, though, oh, was a moment on? I kind of wanted to rewind because in a movie that's so like, you know, it's not very action or gory or anything like that. That final scene, like all of a sudden, it truly is a Bloomhouse movie. You see her digging into his eye and then you watch him get crushed like somebody needs to make a gif of that of just oh my god yeah by an engine block but my true favorite moment i'm actually going to save for the trivia portion of this movie which frankly i'll get into right now because i'm excited about it there's a lot to this movie and there's also a little to this movie it is crazy in that regard. And I'm just going to read some facts about it that I think you guys might find interesting. Most of these are called from just cursory research, IMDb, things like that. But the first that struck me was from IMDb where it said that Jennifer Lopez provided her own clothes and wardrobe for the movie in an effort to save money. As Jess mentioned, uh-huh. this movie only had a budget of $4 million. So they were cutting costs everywhere they could. And J Lo, being J Lo, was like, "I don't think I need a wardrobe person. I think my closet is worth more than the budget of this movie. (laughs) Probably is, if we're being honest. I mean, yeah, yeah. 2015 J Lo. Oh yeah, that's those are enough bucks. (laughs) Another movie we should do maybe do on this podcast. Also, though, one of the reasons the movie did have a low budget was producer Jason Bloom offered director Rob Cohen." A percentage of the profits of the movie if he could make it for four million dollars. So, similar to what Jess was saying earlier, putting on my tinfoil hat for a second, I do think he was like, Let's give a majority of this money to J Lo so that people come and see this movie, mm-hmm. and then we'll hold the rest together with toothpicks, paper clips, and chewing gum.
0: We'll release a bunch of rumors that J Lo gets nude and that she's dating the co-star.
1: Yes, new yeah. rumors she addressed in an interview with e News. And if you find this interview, read it because she quote addresses it, but she also doesn't deny it, which is very similar to what just you were saying earlier, like this shit was manufactured.
2: Oh yeah. Well, cause TMZ actually reported, I found it. I have the link open, but they actually reported that she and her boyfriend at the time, Casper Spartan, never actually broke up. And that they just thought creating the buzz about her hooking up with her co-star would help, would like help sell tickets to the movie.
1: Which makes sense if your goal is to make percentage off the profit.
2: Well, and she was but a it didn't work for Geely, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah. That's true.
2: Well, I think you can't like, you're above your this, JLo. Lo. Stop.
1: <laughs> I-, I agree, Jess. Geely walked so that the boy next door could run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel I bet she was getting a percentage of the profits too, because like A, how else did she get in this fucking movie? And B, she was a producer on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, well,
0: that's true.
1: Yeah. She she had a lot at stake here. Um, one thing we like to do on this podcast is we, we like to talk about the age difference between co-stars because women mm. really get the short end of the stick here. This was an interesting one. It's worth noting that the script initially included a uh, another sex scene between J-Lo and John Corbett, but that was cut. And it was, mm. it's was it been called a, quote, explicit sex scene. Mm. Uh,
0: Wait, was it filmed or was it just- It was like, not filmed,
1: oh. I don't think. Uh, do- I, someone double check my work there, but I do not believe it was filmed. But no, bearing that in mind, J Lo is 18 years, one month, and 28 days older than Ryan Guzman. Mm. Meanwhile, Corbett is eight years, two months, and fifteen days older than JLo. Okay so not I mean not the worst we've seen eight years is not great but it's not the worst we've seen and the yeah. 18 year age difference between those two is like plot heavy so Gina yeah. didn't get screwed as much as you could in this movie yeah
0: and I think they chose somebody like kind of older pardon than her pardon my phrasing I think they were really <laughs> trying to like show like they wanted John Corbett to kind of look as old as possible so that it just like really shows why she like ends up because yeah. it's like oh here's this young piece of meat and then here's your old like midlife crisis husband End. sweating
1: as he's smelling cookies in san yeah. francisco <laughs> uh, and then this one's ju- not really having to do with anything but it is interesting that Kristen Chenoweth is exactly one year older than jlo they share a birthday
2: oh that's oh that's really cute I like right <laughs>
1: uh this i found interesting i did a little diving into this in california at the time it was not it, and it remains not illegal for a teacher to have sex with a student as long as they are 18 years old oh so she should have just gone to the cops this whole time (laughs) she broke no laws in this movie it is worth noting there was a law on the books or that a law that was trying to be passed in 2012 that would make this a felony but Ah. it failed to pass after pressure from the teachers federation and the aclu whose big gripe was just this feels a little half-baked it was a reaction to a kind of gross story about a 40 year old teacher and his uh 18 year old student so i don't know why that never got revisited but yeah at the time they were like no let's not do this it's not it's half-baked
0: it's definitely super frowned upon and i think a fireable offense i will say i don't think you get to keep your job if you are having sex with even your legal students yes yes
1: and oh, and it is for a K through 12 uh, stu- teacher. The law would have been for a K through 12 relationship. The last two bits of trivia here are my favorite. The first one I'm going to dive into is what uh, is actually my favorite scene of the movie, where Noah comes in and, in, in order to court her, presents her with a quote, first edition of the Iliad. A like wouldn't, three. Wouldn't
2: that be like
1: disintegrating? Yes, like BC something or other. It wouldn't be
0: bound by like leather or whatever the fuck, like it wouldn't be a bound book. I, I, <laughs> it would I'll be like handwritten on parchment or yeah. leaves. Yes, or it
1: whatever. would not have been on papyrus, let alone paper, let alone bound. However, yeah. what, what it actually was, was a first edition of Homer's Iliad that was a translation by Alexander Pope in either, I couldn't lock down a year. Some articles said 1750, other articles said 1884. I'm not sure, but it was a first edition of Alex Pope's translation. And I shout out to Carol Kellogg, Carolyn Kellogg of the LA Times, who really did a deep dive on this and was clearly just as irate about this scene as I was. That's so funny. God bless her. She reached out to Annie Brandt, the prop master for the boy next door who assured her that quote it is in fact an actual copy of the iliad and not a fabricated prop this uh book believe it or not was it was alexander pope's like translation and it was specially printed by donahue hennerby and donahue and hennerby of chicago a company that specializes in printing books that will quote look good on a victorian library shelf So they went above and beyond to get this prop that looks like authentic and beautiful. And at no time, did anyone bother to take the extra added effort to be like a first edition translation of the Iliad or anything like that like
0: a first actual printed edition like, yeah it could have been like a first published edition like, as
1: opposed something. to making him come in in a fedora with a whip on his side being like <laughs> oh it's a first edition of the Iliad here's this scroll or whatever I'll or present to you or
0: just choosing any other book in the history of literature
1: <laughs> right for That's somebody, they're insane. Supposed be, they're supposed to be so highbrow and be talking about how much they love the classics and like saying that it's an English translation by Alexander Pope was just a bridge too far. And then, lastly, this—I was Jess. I'm so proud of you because you were like prophetic about this when you mentioned <laughs> the trope of a woman running in a neighborhood with houses. Yes, possibly afford. Writer of this movie, Barbara Curry, who spent ten years as a criminal def- uh, criminal lawyer. She told Cosmopolitan that the idea for this movie came about why she she would be jogging in her affluent neighborhood and there was this house that she loved. And one day when she jogged by, she saw that it was on the market. And when her and her husband inquired about purchasing it, they learned that next door was the troublemaking boy who went to her son's school. And they ultimately decided not to buy the house because she was afraid this boy would be a bad influence on her son. This movie started percolating in her mind. And the first draft of The Boy Next Door, The Boy Next Door, was 12. And it was really a story about, like, um uh, there was no sex. Oh. It was a story about a mother trying to do everything in her power to not let her son get corrupted by this like troublemaking boy and his lack of friends and like social society and all of that stuff and then she kind of glosses over in the cosmo article she's like and eventually someone was like what if they fuck so i made noah older that's hysterical like how did we get here man
0: well, the other thing is so boring. I wouldn't watch a movie about, like, a mom is trying to get her 12-year-old son not to be influenced by the bad 12-year-old night. You know, like, I, yeah. don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean,
1: back, you can see the kernels of that movie still very much in this one. That The DNA exists still.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm her son, I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Like, ever, Right. Like, <laughs> yes bob this is weird
1: (laughs) and if i don't know how he would ever figure it out but if i'm the troublemaking 12 year old i'm like all right yeah barbara um that's all i have in the way of trivia unless anyone else stumbled upon anything in their in their watch
0: i do do remember the director saying like creepy things about j-lo like being like she looks Mm. like being really pervy about her i
1: think possibly in the commentary of this movie i heard that too but i don't remember where i heard it
0: but yeah, where he was like, she just looks great. And she's like delicious, like was like really like,
1: lascivious
0: about it, like really gross. <laughs> oh,
1: I, w- I wish the podcast listener could see the face that Jess just made it that. <laughs> <here> in- <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. Well, J-Lo. that brings us to our final segment. Uh, and we're just going to go around. We are just going to say whether or not we would recommend this movie. And Jess, our guest, I'm going to start with you. Would you recommend this movie to people?
2: Absolutely. Yes. 100%. It's, it's, not everything has to be Kafka, you know. <laughs> the alien. Like, just, you know, just watch it and enjoy it. Don't think about it too much. Or if you want to, think about it and like take something uh, like nitrous, um, <laughs> I think would be good. I like that you're skipping over an edible and just going straight to nitrous. <laughs> well, that, that's just my personal preference. I've never, uh, the the smell of weed gives me a headache, but <laughs> I got nitrous during oral surgery and I've never been happier in my life.
1: Is that why there's all those cans of whipped cream behind you?
0: Don't tell anyone.
1: That's a joke for the, for the listener.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do whippets. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ali, how about you? Would you recommend this movie? I
0: mean, clearly I forced you to watch it on my birthday after I'd already <laughs> seen it. So I clearly I didn't I think this is, I laugh at this movie because like even last night, like watching it, like I was just like, how did this movie go from like how did it get to be an elevated lifetime movie? Why is it not just a lifetime movie? Right, how did Jennifer Lopez end up I wrote like JLo, girl, why are you in this movie? Yes. I it, like I feel like the reason it went to theaters and is like that kind of movie a movie we know is because j-lo's in it but how did like chicken before the egg how did she get in this elevated lifetime movie it should just be on lifetime and i would have still watched it on lifetime right. it's fucking bonkers it's like every exposition dump and me stereotyp- it's like written by somebody which maybe this is what she did because she wasn't like a screenwriter somebody just googled how to write a script and then googled like what's a bad day. What's the reason your husband would leave you? Like, everything is so stereotypical, such a caricature, but I love it. The sex scene is sexy. J-Lo looks great. The boy next door looks great. He's a fucking psycho. I think it's, if you love this kind of, like, erotic thriller, this is, like, specifically write up what you should be watching. Like, if you have not watched this and you love romantic thrillers, erotic thrillers, you, then you're crazy. Like, you're you're as bad as the boy next door. You gotta watch this movie. <laughs>
1: agreed with everything Ali said, with everything Jess said. I would recommend this movie. Even if you're not a romantic thriller fan, this movie is cuckoo. And it's so much, it's the fun kind of cuckoo. Like, everyone knows those movies. Everyone has a favorite where you sit on the couch with your friends or your significant other, and you just dunk on a movie for an hour and a half. We did it here. We have a podcast about it. This is perfect fodder for that. Uh, This is such a great movie. I do think, like Ali said, it's a weirdly like elevated lifetime movie and that alone is worth the price of admission. Uh, I do think like, you know, again, it's a tinfoil hat theory. If you're out there and you have any idea what JLo lo got paid for this movie, like please tweet us. But a majority of that 4 million budget had to have gone to her or something with her production contract. But her presence takes what would have been like a cheesy made for TV movie and makes it this theatrical release that we are talking about years later it's it's this movie is awesome and there you have it i think right guys that's the boy next door thank you jess for bringing this movie into our lives again and giving us a reason to talk about it
2: (laughs) oh yeah i would have waited till like close to ali's birthday if i knew
1: (laughs) This, this is my wedding gift for you oh thank you that's lovely now that i think about it will we be married not yet when this comes out
0: yeah i don't think yet
1: We're still, we're still fianced at the moment, but, uh, Jess, as always talking to you is such a delight. Where can the people find you? Give us your plugs.
2: I mean, you can follow me on Twitter for like, so, and Instagram for socialist propaganda. Um, my, my handle is just at, oh, Hey, Jess Sager. There's also dog pictures with socialist
1: propaganda on them. So it's a great account. (laughs) Allie, my love, my soon to be wife, where can the people find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at anal retentive. It's a N E L R E T E N T I V E. It's an old nickname. Anal, it's actually due to J-Lo because I discovered oh, when we were all like, hey, ah. and then everyone was going around being like, Oh, mine would be like j And I was like, and mine, I was like, mine would be anal. And then of course, <laughs> like, ah, ah, and then that stuck and uh, that's, that's fine. Uh, so I've kept it. Um, and you can find my entertainment writing on parade.com and a show that I cast uh, a few months ago aired this past summer chef bootcamp. Uh, if you like food network shows and you like, I don't know, seeing the chefs compete against each other, things like that. They don't really compete. They just kind of learn. It's a, it's like, a, it's a, it's a well-intentioned food network show uh, where the, the chefs learn. So you can watch that on food network.
1: Yeah. It's a great show. And as for me, T-Mac, Uh, You can find (laughs) me on Twitter at Tyler McCarthy. And if you're interested in anything I'm writing right now, it's all going to USA Insider. It's a editorial website about all things USA Network, reality TV, game shows, NASCAR, English Premier League. It's all there and I'm talking about it. Uh, Other than that, check out more of the shows on the Pop Break, the BreakCast feed, Socially Distance, where you may see Ali and I again soon. Uh, And other than that, that is our show. We will see you two Saturdays from now.
0: Yes. Special thanks to Mallory Johns for our intro and outro music.
1: And special thanks to our producer, Alex Marcus.